Welcome to another episodic podcasting adventure. It's Zagamania. Episode of Talkamania. I'm your host Desmino. Welcome to another episode. It's Talkamania, and we're kicking ass, and we're gonna deliver on the road to WrestleMania. I'm Desmino here with your co-host extraordinaire. I love the guy just for tonight only because we're on the road to WrestleMania. A J bomb. I say hello, J bomb. You hear that? Do you hear the sound of the drink opening? I do. This is congratulations to you, Des, for putting up with me for 100 episodes. You know what? I'd like to say something modest and nice, but you know what? It has been tough sometimes. So thank you for the cheers. I'll try to go a little bit longer. We have a lot of sensitive topics to talk about tonight that's going to get under my skin. Sensitive topics? So we'll have to wait and see if we go to 101. 100 might be our last episode, but we made it, folks. Thank you for everybody along the ride listening to us. It's a very special episode tonight. J-Bomb and I are in the same room recording together. Are we in the flesh? I get to look at his ugly mug tonight, guys. That's mean, bro. Yeah, right. A hundred episodes. I invite you over to my fucking house. And that's what you're going to say to me? Yep. My wife fed you dinner. Yeah. What are you going to say about that? I will thank her. I'm appreciative of Mrs. J-Bomb. Her name is Melissa. God damn it. Dude, honestly, cheers, bro. Cheers. 100 episodes is, is I don't think, I, I never thought we would have gotten here. I figured, I, re- I was taking a piss at work when I read the text. Dude, let's start a podcast. And and honestly, I didn't think we'd ever fucking really do it. And now we're here. 100 episodes later. Two year anniversary. We're a week away from going to WrestleMania together. Well, it's crazy because I feel like we've done a shit ton of these podcasts. And when I'm hearing 100 episodes, I'm like, really? I feel like we've done a million. But that's two years, man. 52 weeks in a year. That's pretty much two years. So that's... Uh, good math there, bud. Never been my expertise. I was an English and science guy. But uh, yeah, there's your math for you. Two years, Talkamania. Here's to another two years, I hope. Yes. And we've come a long way. And we have to thank our listeners for bringing us... As far as they have. Absolutely. I remember when we started, I was using like, we had like crappy equipment. You had crappy equipment. I always we, had We equipment. had crappy equipment. You had crappy We're equipment. We're a team here at Talkamania. <laughs> Come on. But yes, we do want to send a big thank out to all our followers, all our listeners. Thank you guys. You are the Talkamaniacs. You are what keep us going. And uh, we've been building some really cool relationships online with lots of people. And we hope to see that continue. And we're going to be heading to WrestleMania next week. So join us on our ride. Make sure to check us out on Instagram. We've been posting on that shit. We're going to be vlogging while we're there as well, too. Wait, is it vlogging or is it vlogging? I'm saying it properly now. Vlogging. Don't throw me off. It takes a lot of concentration to say it properly. We will be vlogging. And uh, yeah, so guys, let's get to this shit. Follow us at underscore Talkamania on Twitter. Talkamania on Instagram. I can say that now officially. Yeah. Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcastic kicks. Check us out and our partners, The Chair Shot, Full Press Coverage. We love those guys. The Daily Smark, Friends of Ours, Blog Talk Radio, and Bodyslam.net. Yeah, buddy. And follow our partners, Full Press Wrestling, at FPC underscore wrestling. Don't forget, guys, support us. Buy some merch. Dez is rocking the merch in the studio Whoop. tonight. www.prowrestlingtees.com slash Talkamania. And dudes, dudettes, whatever you want to call yourselves, we've been twitching some Apex Legends. Yeah. We're finally active on Twitch. We were lying for so many, so many weeks so now, many weeks. but there's many reasons for us to play now. Uh, we've been playing Apex Legends, a lot of fun. We've been bringing my brother into it, bringing some of J Bomb's friends into it That's as right. well too. If I he, have friends. He has one. I, I haven't seen him yet, so I think it's just a second controller, and he's, he's just real. good at that shit. He's real. 
But uh, if you guys want to play with us as, as well too, add us on. Uh, I'm I'm Desmuno with one Z. J bomb is is only hell yeah. He spells it his own way. You'll, like a regular person would spell it. Right, Des is retarded. Right, dude. Twitch.tv slash TalkMeMax. There you go. That's where you can find us. And guys, we have a hell of an episode for you. Yes, it's our 100th. Yeah, we'll get to that crap. But we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff. We got a raw recap. We got news from around the universe. We're talking Kofi Mania. It's happening, guys. And of course, we're going to talk about the Oscar fiasco. I am not ready for this. That happened this week on SmackDown Live. Uh... And we're going to talk about our road to WrestleMania. And Dez, Dez, we have a bonus episode this week. No way. Dude. Oh. We do. Would you say it's a 100th episode present to our Takamaniacs? Uh, sure. Tell the listeners what we got. For our 100th episode, ladies and gentlemen, we have a special treat for you. I sit down with the man who was advertised to face Rich Swan. At April 5th, Melrose Ballroom in New York. Check it out, guys. He is the man. You might recognize the name of his father, but he is cementing his own legacy. Brian Pillman Jr. joins us on Takamania. Hell yeah, brother. So we're going to be releasing that episode later this week, either Thursday or Friday. We haven't really decided when it's going to drop, but we just got off the phone with flying Brian Pillman Jr. And uh, Des... Was it fun? It was fun. You know, a little bit of nerves going into it. I mean, this guy, he's coming from, uh, you know, he's a pillman. It's going to be exciting. He captures that intensity. He's only been in the industry for two years, but this guy is going to take off. Uh, check him out, MLW. You can check that out as well, too, on TV, be in sports. Uh, it's all over the place. But he's going to be around. He's going to be at WrestleCon as well, too. So if you're going, I think he'll be there early in the morning. Check it out. We're going to be there as well, too, guys. So hit us up. Make sure to check us out. And uh, guy, he's he was an awesome guy. But you know what? He was eating during the podcast. And J-Bomb and I were trying to think, what was he eating? Yeah, that's the question. I have chicken, man. I think it was chicken. I, think, I thought it was a hamburger. Well, you guys will can determine that. Listen to the podcast. Let us know what you think. Uh, he was a great guy. And uh, we look forward to hanging out and meeting him at uh, WrestleCon and yeah. during WrestleMania weekend. And you guys can too. But you're going to have to listen to the podcast to hear about it. He'll tell you about how you can catch him during WrestleMania weekend and also a lot of stuff that's been going on in his life. So definitely a can't miss. It was great to have him. A great guest for our 100th episode. And I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of people... We're not even putting this on the 100th episode, though. This is a bonus episode. He gets his own episode. This is like 100A. And he was straight up on my bucket list. Like I have a list of people that I want to interview, and he legit was in there. Uh, You were shitting a brick before you got Yeah, I was pretty nervous, uh, but I was very excited, and he was a good guy. Uh, I felt quite at ease right away, and uh, yeah, so check it out, guys. All right, let's get into it. Uh, Let's talk about a quick recap of Raw and some other news from around the uh, wrestling universe. there was a beat the clock challenge this week on Raw between Ronda Rousey, Charlotte Flair, and Becky. Wait, wait, wait! I don't even know what that is. What's the beat the? What is that? I don't know what it is. What is this crap? What's the beat the clock challenge? I don't know. What is it? Uh, it was pretty much a burial of the Riot Squad. Ah, uh, sorry. I just you know I'm like Ronda. I didn't know what it was. So we saw them come out, Ronda Rousey, then Charlotte Flair, then Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch ultimately getting the victory over all three, all the other girls. But at the end of the day. They just buried the Riot Squad, man. Well, she won, yes. But mind you, she was wrestling against the weakest of the Riot Squad. I think anybody could beat Morgan. That's beside the point. What I'm saying is is that this whole segment just buried the shit out of the Riot Squad. Well, yes. Uh, but you got to look at it from this perspective. What are they going to do at WrestleMania? Answer me. What is what is their role? What is whose role? The Riot Squad. They have no role. Exactly. There's nothing for them to do. Just like seemingly, and I, one thing I will say is they often just throw people together in matches for the sake of it. It seems like they're not doing it this year. I kind of like that. I kind of don't like it. But their their role right now, the Riot Squad, is to enhance talent. And unfortunately, it's just not their time. They should be the talent that should be getting the enhancement. I get that. But, you know, at the same time, you know, it's kind of you get your turn. And right now, it's not the Riot Squad's turn. I know a lot of people are knocking on the, the way they've been utilizing Ruby Riot. Trust me, I think she'll have a very good year after WrestleMania. I wouldn't be surprised to see her have a championship run between now and next year as well, too. Lots of good things in store for her. It's just not her time right now. They're investing 100% in this triple threat match. 
Fair enough. We also saw Finn Balor defeat Jinder Mahal to earn an IC title shot at WrestleMania. That's funny. Des, are we going to see the demon at WrestleMania? I think it's pretty much already been confirmed and advertised. His face is plastered all over the WWE trucks. Uh, We're going to get the demon. To me, it seems a bit silly just because... They're very, very particular and careful for when they use the demon. And for me, it just does not seem like the moment to do so. Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns exchanged words during a pretty decent promo this week. Uh, Roman, in my opinion, needs to stop taking beatings leading up to pay-per-views. To me, if he keeps going this direction, he's just going to get booed again. Why don't they just make him an unstoppable powerhouse? Nobody buys Roman as an underdog. He's the big dog. What do you think? This is just a recipe. We know that Drew's going to lose at WrestleMania, so they're going to make him look good going into WrestleMania. It's the same recipe as when wrestlers lose or eat a pin or the other guy beats him going into the event. Since he's beaten down Roman, we know, we know, and our friend Chris Rucker at Boot to the Face has called this. He will face off against Drew, and he will be the first one to kick out of the Claymore kick. And then he will spear Drew. He will make him poop his pants. And he will pin him at WrestleMania on the grandest stage of them all. And show you just why he is the big dog. Right on. Uh, We got Colin Jost and Michael Che who will be appearing in the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. Uh, They're apparently going to get the hands of Braun Strowman. Well, I think they could both fit in one of his hands. Uh, What do you think of the storyline going into WrestleMania? I just feel like Braun Strowman has this curse where he's just the comedic element of every WrestleMania or the the, the heartwarming, uh, I guess, element of every WrestleMania. I feel bad for the guy. I think he deserves better. I hope he wins the match at the very least and not one of these Joe Schmoes. Uh, I watch SNL. I like the new stuff. It's cool. uh, But it's a little bit too goofy for me. And, uh, you know, rest in peace, Braun Strowman. Ooh. Yeah, but it's kind of cool how they're bringing... They got to incorporate pop culture. Into WrestleMania. But why like, Why always Braun Strowman? Well, let's be honest, okay? The Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal is garbage, right? Battle Royals in WWE mean nothing. I think we could agree on that. I do. I, okay. I, are these guys going to take bumps? Is that it? Are they going to take a move? Of course, they're going to like run out of the ring and just jump over right away after it starts with some shit. Eh, look, uh, the way I look at people are like, oh, you're making a joke. You're making a joke out of this match. Uh, the match is a joke. And, and it's all... Hey, 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 hey. You're calling this match a joke, but don't forget... The winner of that match that went on to have an amazing career, Barry Corbin. Come on. That's true. That is true, though. Barry Corbin does have a good career. He does. I don't think he picked up my sarcasm, folks. Yeah, but, no, he uh, does. He does. Kurt Angle took on Samoa Joe as part of his farewell tour. Uh, Angle, uh, Angle, excuse me, ended up being the pretty much 10th guy in a row to roll up Joe and, <laughs> and steal a win. Is, is, this, is this where Samoa Joe is heading? No, I mean, Samoa Joe won the U.S. title. I know we talked about hoping that he's going to bring prestige back to it. I no. <laughs> I, I have no doubt he'll defend it successfully at WrestleMania. But don't look at the don't look at what's happening right now with Kurt Angle and Samoa Joe. I think what this is about is sending Kurt Angle off in the sun, riding his horse, looking pretty. You know, he went off against Samoa Joe. He's been wrestling. Honestly, when I sat back and said, Angle's going to wrestle at WrestleMania in his last match, I had hoped he was going to do a farewell tour. And I was hoping he was going to wrestle every single person that we've seen him wrestle. Amazing. I love it. The matches themselves, not so good. And here's a reality check, guys. And maybe the reason why he's fighting Corbin, I'm sorry, guys, if you love Kurt Angle, he can't hang no more. Uh, no, not at all. It is, it's a bit of a sad story to see Dude, him out Dude, I there. posted a video of Old Yeller being shot behind the barn. That is Kurt Angle. Shoot him. Get him out. This is too long. Well, I'm telling you, man, now that he's off the painkillers, he's clean. I'm sure he's feeling a bit more of the pain. His body's broken down a little bit more. Uh, he's not the Kurt Angle he once was. So it's a little bit sad to see. You know, we saw that with AJ Styles this week as well, too. Uh, the match had to end pretty quickly just because they wanted to move on pretty quickly. It, w- it wouldn't have been a great match, guys. So for those of you that are upset that Randy Orton jumped in, it was a way to progress the story. You were upset. I was upset, but upset. I, I was upset because that was the match we were going to get. Lame. I was looking forward to Kurt Angle versus AJ Styles. I thought they got off to a great start. I do, but I also realized the fact that I think the WWE's like, dude, man, you, you're, you're old as shit. You can't do it no more. Okay, so where do they put him on the WrestleMania card? It's going to be a cool down match, right? 
a cooldown match, maybe a little bit earlier on. I'm not sure. I'm really hoping, though, because the backlash, like, I think Cena's smart and wise enough to at least do something or at least carry you Angle. Think you th yeah, I get what you're saying, but can Kurt Angle wrestle two matches at WrestleMania? If you make it quick. So my thing is to, like, you know, you really want to get the fans what they want and you want to give Corbin a WrestleMania match. Have him beat Corbin in two minutes because that's as long as he can hold in there that's for. Right. And then after the celebration, Cena's music comes down and then they have the face-off. Maybe... Again, I can't see him wrestling a second match. I can't see him hanging in there with John Cena. Maybe Cena's going to come out and just give him respect and say, like, thank you for the career. Throughout your career, you had ruthless aggression and kind of tie back to, you know, the the old days. I mean, I, I would hope that's the way they would end it off. Um, I don't see an angle hanging in there with Cena. And I know a lot of people are salty and upset about them not putting Angle versus Cena. I think what it comes down to is Angle can't, he can't do it no more. No, he's he's dead balls. He's like a he's like a, a an anus that has fallen out. What's the def, what's the word for that? Like a, <laughs> uh, an anal tulip. An, okay, an anal tulip. <laughs> oh my. Okay, a prolapse. I, I, I wouldn't say that. I mean, Episode one hundred right. boys and girls. I think it's the first time we've said that on our show, but uh, I'm crossing lines. Yeah, we're 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 like knee deep in beer here. We're not gonna lie. Well, this guy is. He's been drinking before I got here. He's producing the show, so Come on. he didn't have to worry about it. I went into my interview with Brian Pillman Jr. a little bit on the sober side, but now we're we're pounding them back. We got a whole desk full of beers here, guys. Jay posted it on our Instagram. Follow us, Talkmania, and That's you right. can see us. We're getting ready for WrestleMania season, and we're pounding them back, guys. All right, let's move on. Triple H cut a promo on Batista. Blur the lines once again as Triple H is so good at doing. The only problem was Triple H sucks when it comes to pockets and envelopes. Elaborate. He cannot take an envelope out of a pocket. That's all there is to it, folks. Yeah. <laughs> I love the promo. Triple H is so good at cutting promos. Fuck you, Chris Rocker. Triple H is so oh, good. Oh, did Chris cutting. knock him for promos? Chris doesn't like Triple H. He's always pissing on him. Uh, I'm not a huge Triple H fan either, to be because honest Because he with you. buried Sting at WrestleMania oh, 31, baby. Uh. Now, I'll agree with Chris if that's the case. I think that match should have went elsewhere, but it comes down to Triple H being like, yeah, you want a big match in the WWE at WrestleMania? We'll give it to you. But you're in the WWE. Yeah, fuck you. You know, and that's kind of what it came down to. I still think Sting should have won. No. But, you know, don't hate on the guy. He did a lot of amazing things for NXT. Um, so, you know, is what it is. And he can cut a pretty good promo. Batista himself, eh. You know, like, I, I don't know. It seems like one person's cutting a promo week after the next. They're not showing up. Batista should be there every single week. He is not. I'm uh, not entirely invested in this feud. But let's see what they do for the go-home show next week. It's going to be exciting. And, uh, you know, we get to see two, uh, two old guys go at it at WrestleMania. The Bellas officially announced their retirement from in-ring competition. Finally. No, no, no. Fuck off. Um, actually, I wanted to bring this up with you because I forget what I was watching. I was watching no WrestleMania 30. Okay, I was watching it the other day on the WWE Network, and there was like I forget what kind of match it was, but there was a I think it was a battle royal with the women, and honestly, the Bellas were probably other than Natty, the best in ring performers in that battle royal. And I think if you were to go back and watch it. Like they did uh, like a double suicide dive to the outside and they were bang on. No, oh, they nailed it for once. They nailed it. Yeah. But the thing is, is like when they say that they were, res okay. When they say that they're responsible. Tread lightly here. Yes, I will tread lightly. I'm talking to Des. Uh, when they say they're responsible for the beginning of the woman's evolution or revolution, whatever you want to call it. It's hard to argue with that statement, when you watch matches like that, because they were divas, and then they were the first to become divas crossing over to wrestlers. Like, Natty was a wrestler. She was never really a diva, okay? So what I mean is, is that if it wasn't for hot shit like the Bellas to have made that move... Maybe the evolution wouldn't have started. Hmm, interesting. All right, I got something going here. Now, and what what specifically did they contribute that made you feel like they made that transition over from diva to female superstar? Was, was it maybe? Was it maybe when Nikki walks out and shows you her ass and then rips off her top to show her boobs, which yes. is another shirt underneath? That's diva. That's diva. And then when they get in the ring, she actually can back it up. 
more than some of the girls even on the roster today. Thank you, John Cena. Thank you, Daniel Bryan. No, I don't believe in that. I really don't believe You don't that. think they get in the ring with their boyfriends and husbands and they polish off their you, shit? Now, I will say. So? I will say. What's wrong with that? I will go on the record of saying that the Bella Twins are maybe the hardest work, one of the hardest working female superstars in okay. the WWE. I rest my case. That's all I needed from you. That I don't even need any more. You can give me more, but I'm, I'm fulfilled with this. They point. have their reality show. They have their businesses. They definitely look. They went from the. They were a gimmick. They were a gimmick. They were a gimmick. And, they, they, and they wouldn't have survived if they weren't that gimmick. However, they did put in the work after yes. they, you know, they definitely synced up with Cena and Daniel Bryan, okay. who helped them Become polish off their craft. Wrestlers from Divas. And they put in the hard work. But when they come out and they're doing the same shit where they're showing their boobs and they're showing their ass. I like Brie, actually. I'm they gonna, all show know, their boobs uh, and their ass. I want to ask you also this, my friend. WrestleMania 30. What did the roster, women's roster look like at that time as well? I, there, there were some names that I've heard you say that you have respect Summer Rae or uh, Summer Rae Mar- Eva Marie. Or? Eva Marie was in there. Uh, there were some girls that I didn't know who they were. <laughs> and there's a reason you didn't. And there's a reason they're not around anymore. Yeah, and then, but, yeah, you put the Bellas in that match. All these okay, things are going to look okay. the best. All right. But what I'm saying is, is that all those girls aren't relevant anymore. They don't even have jobs in the WWE anymore. Okay, up until the recent announcement, the Bellas retiring, the Bellas were still relevant. and retraction. Sorry, and retraction. Yes, whatever. What I mean is, is that they were in the. They should never have crossed over and survived in the evolution if they weren't part of pioneering that road for the other girls. The one thing I am going to say, I am surprised that they're not at least making one run at the tag team titles because that to me seems like the last feather in their cap. Wait for it. <laughs> I guess we heard that they were tiring, right? And then I think the next day after their show, they were like, "Oh yeah, we might do a one-off match here." And the- you're shut the fuck. We were so close. Uh, but look, no doubt they're future Hall of Famers. Love them or hate them, I'm not a big fan of the love Bella them, Twins. Love, them, love you, you like them? No, I don't. Yes, I, do. I don't mind Bree so much, but not a Nikki fan whatsoever. Why? Don't like her. I think she's full of herself. So, and you uh, have to be. You have to be to to be successful in this business. Eh, I don't know. Not a fan. Don't know. Just don't. Not a fan of Nikki Bella. One day I will make. You I a fan. don't think it's gonna happen. I will make you tell me you respect. But her. look, man, I I have some respect for her, and I acknowledge that she will go in the Hall of Fame, and I am okay with that. And I think it's probably a right move to do. Um, but that's it. It's, and it's all the time I really want to spend talking about the Bella Twins. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Uh, speaking of retirement, we have Conor McGregor and Ooh. Gronkowski who have retired from their sports, MMA and NFL. And the only reason why we're mentioning them is because there's tons of fucking bullshit speculation that Conor McGregor is going to make the changeover. And if there's one person I don't want to see in the WWE, it's it's him. Gronk, I'll deal with it. I'll deal with it. And you know they're going to do it, right? They're going to throw shit tons of money. Even though he has enough money to buy. Like, you cannot pay Conor and- enough. Like, dude, he made $75 million. In, in one fight. He's only going to do it if he wants to do it. He's only going to do it if he wants to do it. So that's the question. Do you guys think he's going to want to do it? I think putting him with... People are like, oh yeah, Becky and Connor versus uh, Ronda and Brock. I mean... Wouldn't it be Ronda and her husband? Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I guess you'd think so. But I don't know. He's going to be potentially heading to the WWE in some capacity. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, I hope not. Uh, you know, We've gotten a lot of uh, Ronda Rousey, a lot of Brock Lesnar... Uh, we think that Ron is going to be taking a hiatus after WrestleMania. So we, I want them to focus a little bit more on the current roster. We just talked about the Riot Squad being overshadowed. We don't need somebody else to come in here and overshadow the men. Unless the Universal title is just it, it, it is just a prop championship. Well, 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 we'll get to that. Because after WrestleMania, it might not be anymore. But we'll see. Uh, in other news, Mustafa Ali lost half of Who? his name. I don't know that guy. Mustafa Ali? Mustafa, Mu, Mustafa. I don't know who that is. Oh, Ali. Oh, yeah. Ali. Oh, Fuck, I thought snap. I said it wrong again. I thought I said Muhammad Ali. Oh, yeah, okay. Me I, get it. I get it. I get it. Not to be confused with Prince Ali from Aladdin, but yeah, Ali. He is the first. He's the next person to be a victim of losing half his name. Uh, fuck, get over it, Twitter, man. It seems like whenever they're waiting, they're waiting on edge like the... Oh. We have a special guest. We have a special guest of this Who's time. our special oh, guest? Oh, Sydney. Oh, Sydney. Episode 100. We have the little J-Bomb joining up, us buddy? during our podcast. Want to say hi? Here, say on, hello, man. Sydney, to our guests out in Takamania Hi, everybody. Hi. Hey, this is my son, Sydney. Are you, what are you going to be when you grow up? Um, big. 
Oh, big. big. Are you going to be a wrestler? Yeah. Yeah. Can you say, I'm a talkamaniac? <laughs> oh, he's special. He's well, who's special. your favorite wrestler? Who's your favorite wrestler, buddy? Don't be shy. Come on. Who's that song you like to listen to? Uh, he's being shy, guys. Is it Burn It Down? Can you sing it for us? I think we have another talking maniac heading in here as well too. Oh my god, both my kids. We got a 100 episode episode. Two little talking maniacs, J bombs, spawnlings. Have a good night, kids. You know what? I think Twitter is on standby, like the bat phone. They're waiting for somebody to lose half their name, and then they just piss, moan, whine, and complain. We know it happens. We know it's a thing. Get over it. Who cares? I wish he was Mustafa. I wish he was Ali. Oh, look, it's going to be Black instead of Alistair, and Shay instead of Ricochet, and Taker instead of Undertaker, and H instead of... Shut the fuck up. Get over it, man. Get over it. Yeah, but Mustafa Ali, I get the other ones, but just calling him Ali sounds... It does. I agree. I think maybe there's going to be room in the future to move back, maybe. I don't know. I think... I agree. I think Mustafa Ali should be his name. Yeah. 100% with you guys. But I'm not gonna sit and whine and complain. No, I'm about not gonna it. ship. I'm not gonna ship. My we know away. they do this. This isn't news. It doesn't also mean that you know Stone Cold Steve Austin is just gonna be Steve all of a sudden, and it doesn't <laughs> mean Seth Rollins is gonna be Seth all of a sudden. They're gonna have people with dual names, but where they can cut them down, they're gonna do it. And whatever reasoning they have, it's fine. The wrestler, if they're able to rebound, I, I don't think Mustafa Lee cares. He's still gonna get a paycheck. He's gonna go on. He's gonna have great matches. You know, he told you what Mustafa means. Now you know. Suck it up. He's Ali. Get over it. And finally, the Hart Foundation was officially announced to be inducted into the Hall of Fame this year. Interesting and exciting. We talked about this a few weeks or a month ago or so yeah. because when this was initially rumored to be announced, um, the Hart Foundation going in. And one of the biggest topics of conversation that we had was, well, we should induct the whole Hart Foundation and not just the tag team. And J-Bomb kind of said, well, look, the Hart Foundation was a tag team initially. That's right. It makes sense to put them in, and he understands where they're coming from. That's right. Jim Neidhart passed away. Bret Hart's in there with him. He will be another two-time Hall of Famer. However, since then, they announced the induction of D-Generation X. And DX isn't Triple H and Shawn Michaels. It's not Triple H, you know, and X-Pac and the New Age Outlaws. No, it's the whole shebang. We got everybody who was in DX outside of Tori and, and Kane and Hornswoggle and people who were there one-offs. Rick Rude. And Rick Rude. I, I, I agree that Rick Rude probably shouldn't be there. He was there for a very short period and he walked out in the WWE and infamously appeared on Raw and on WCW in one night. Awesome, but come on, man. You don't do that shit. So I get that. He's in the Hall of Fame anyways, so it doesn't matter. Uh, but now it brings us back to the point of, hey, man, you inducted all of DX. Why don't you induct all the Hart Foundation? Yeah, I kind of get the argument there. Owen Hart obviously can't go in because of his wife. I think it'll happen one day, but not yet. Uh, and British Bulldog and Brian Pillman definitely should be in there. Definitely. But there's no denying these guys have cemented the legacy. There's questionable people going into the Hall of Fame. So take it for what it's worth. And if you guys are interested, we talked to Brian Pillman Jr. about this very subject on the podcast, we'll be releasing as our bonus episode. So check it out. He has some interesting things to say. All right. Now, before I ruin your night, oh, Des, no. I know this is headed. All right. Let's move on to our next topic. We have to talk about it. It's Kofi Mania season. Yeah. Um, we saw the New Day compete in a tag team gauntlet match. Uh, they beat the club. They beat Rusev and Nakamura. They beat the bar. They beat Daniel Bryan and Rowan. They footnoted the Usos. No, no. That's a whole other subject. The Usos forfeited the match. I said that word weirdly. <laughs> they forfeit the match. Forfeited the match. Forfeited the match. Um, they tried it on. They forfeited before it. Before we get into Kofi Minya, what do you think about the way the Usos handled that situation? Was it cool? It was chivalrous. Is that that word? Chivalrous? I've never heard that word. But it might be accurate. It was polite. Mind you, you know, I, I might not know that word. It might be out of my realm, my scope. Um, however, the Usos, cool. 
Dude, I think it was the only way to go because I had a feeling the Usos were like, well, they're going to go out there and like, I thought they're going to lay down and just be like, pin us. Me too. Which would have been cool. Poke Doom. Poke Doom. Yeah. Poke Doom would have been cool. I think that could have been really cool. They pulled it off. I guess WWE is thinking like, hey man, we don't want to have them eating a pin. We want to make them look strong. So them coming out there saying, hey, we got respect for you guys. We forfeit. I like it. I thought it was cool. The fans liked it. They cheered. Uh, you saw uh, Big E just went through a table. They were in no shape to take on the Usos. And uh, I liked it. A lot of respect between those two teams. It was cool. WWE seemed to be on this whole high horse of gauntlet matches. Yeah. They did told you. Horrible. They did Horrible. a tag team. It happened. It works once. And they're like, let's roll with it. Yeah. So we got a tag team match. I thought the table being flipped over on Roan was a bit silly because Roan was like, oh, no, no, no. And he lay there for so long and then, you know, like didn't even make an attempt. The table went on him and he just went to bed. So, but you know what? The story was told. We're getting Kofi at WrestleMania. Finally. So we have a go-home show where he cemented. The locker room was really excited. and uh, Well, no, the, the faces of the locker room were very excited. The entire locker room did not come out. It was the faces, right? Only the faces. Yeah, he saw yeah. it. Kevin Owens leading the charge. Yeah, he Who knows it. where he's going to be at WrestleMania Byron now. Saxon got up. He's like, I'm joining in. Yeah. Um, I got a couple questions. We have been talking about a New Day breakup. Me specifically saying that... You've been wanting that New Day breakup. Me specifically. I'm going to take credit here. Uh, Big E turning on New Day. We've been talking about it since Hell in a Cell. Since the Usos fought... New Day and Hell in a Cell. Um, I have to think. Biggie scored the victory. Yeah, Xavier helped him, but Biggie got the final. He was a legal man. He flipped it on Rowan. He got back in the ring. The ten count at WrestleMania. I think it's a no-brainer. Biggie's turning on Kofi, and 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 I and I'm not the only one to think this. A lot of people on Twitter are talking about it too. They need to do it. This is like the Dean Ambrose heel turn. If they don't do this at WrestleMania, it will not work. This needs to be done at WrestleMania. So you think you'd like, let's say, let's say theoretically, Kofi Kingston wins. He wins the WWE title. Oh, he's winning it. Okay. You think he's winning it? Is or it- Big E's costing him it. One or the other. Is this a moment where you squander his moment, though? Yeah. He wins it, and then Big E just squishes him? Yeah, because you get the payoff. You get that... That second of of pure climax and ejaculation. I gotta sit next to this guy too, guys. Okay. Uh, I'm not looking forward to that. You're you're just the fans are roaring, and then Biggie takes it away. Like we're talking, yeah, but Xavier's gonna be there too. So what? He's gonna stand by and just watch. Uh, Xavier Woods is like a super character guy. He's just gonna go. You can't see my face right now because we're an audio podcast, but he's going to be gasping. Oh my God, what happened? And Biggie's going to turn to him. He's going to fuck him up too. He's going to fuck them both up. Well, look, man. Vince McMahon's been pretty high on Biggie. They've said for years that they've wanted to make him a single star. Could be the right time to do it. I don't see them doing this, but you know what? I don't see them not doing this either. And I think it could be a good idea, to be honest with you. Now, if they do it on Raw the next night, not not as good. Not as good. It needs If they're going to do it, it's got to be done in WrestleMania. WrestleMania or maybe the pay-per-view after. No, WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Ruin it. Ruin it. Share in the parade. I wouldn't even say it's ruining it because, like, think about it. We want this whole journey. Kofi Kingston. To, to, I'm going to be a little bit... Not, you're not going to like what I have to say here, but I feel like it's cooled down just a tiny, tiny bit. No way. Bit. It's not cooled. Well, the only reason I feel that is just because Kofi wasn't in action this week. So you, you kind of like, no. he's a little bit of an afterthought in the back cheering this team on. Nah, yeah. Yeah. Nah. I don't know. Maybe I'm less, you know, there's so much going on, but if he does win the title, well, where do you go from here? Is he going to defend it at the next paper? He's not going to hold on to it for very Maybe long. you're right. Maybe Big E costs him the championship. Cause I don't, I don't see Kofi winning and then feuding with Big E. I just don't see those two. That's it. Driving gonna, that championship belt. Fight, you're not going to all of a sudden have Big E and Kofi. For the WWE title, the next pay per view. Okay, mean, so like, then Biggie doesn't. Uh, sorry, Kofi doesn't win. I mean, he, you think about it, guys. He, he you know, and that's the big hot discussion. Uh, Seth Rollins versus the Beast. We got Becky in a triple threat, and we got Kofi versus Daniel Bryan. Are we gonna? It's gonna be one of those feel good all around pay per views where they give us all the wins we want. No, they can't give you three. They. I don't feel like it's gonna be the case either. And mind fine. you, the the card to me is lackluster. I'm maybe alone on this opinion. 
but maybe that's the whole thing. They're going to give us a WrestleMania that we all get what we want. But I also remember Bruce Pritchard, he talked about, and we're both going to open a beer here and talk about this, our go. brain juice. Triple H versus Booker T. When Booker T was red hot, and he was beating Triple H up into WrestleMania, and the fans wanted Booker T to finally beat Triple H, who would win every single week, every single pay-per-view. He was, it was unstoppable. People thought this was going to be Booker T's WrestleMania. And Bruce goes on the record of saying, like, yeah, all the fans wanted it. But if we gave it to them, who would we be? I mean, like, it doesn't make sense to do that. So he goes into greater detail. You can check it out. Um, lots of cool stuff from Bruce Pritchard's podcast. However, I had it in the back of my mind. And now with Bruce also being back on the writing team, I don't know, man. Expect for the carpet to be pulled underneath you. I don't know if he'll win this one. He might, though, and I'd be very happy for him. I just don't see three big wins for the three titles. So we'll see. I... I regardless of what the outcome is, I see Big E turning on New Day. I feel like it's just got to happen. I'm down with it, man. I think it could be interesting and shake things up post-WrestleMania. All right. It's time. Mike, Dez, my brother, 100 episodes with you. I know how you feel about this. Um, it's, it's time to talk about it. Nobody is We have a lot to discuss. I want to get in depth on this. I really do. I want to pick your brain. Um, but first off, I want to, you know, I just want to start it off. Before we break it down in details, I have a shitload of questions. I have a shitload of questions with what happened on SmackDown this week. Um, but before getting into that, I want to know your initial thoughts and your initial feelings when you watch Asuka come out I mean, right off the bat, I thought, oh, wow, Charlotte's going to bury Oscar. Then when I found out it was for the title, I thought, oh, God, I'm going to bury my friend Des. I'm going <laughs> to bury him tomorrow. He's going to die. Asshole. He's going to die in the podcast. But what were your initial thoughts when Oscar lost her title last night on SmackDown to Charlotte Flair? Well, my initial thoughts were concerned. Uh, I knew that they were going to have that women's match, I guess, Fatal 4-Way or whatever it was. They're going to face Oscar at WrestleMania. And when I saw Oscar come out of the ring and Charlotte, I was immediately concerned because that was an audible. And I looked on social media and I saw some posts from hours and hours ago before SmackDown aired saying, hey, major changes to SmackDown. Oscar's going to be involved in some angle and it's a last minute change. Now, when I hear last minute change, I see a title match. Charlotte, who, again, hasn't earned it. Whoa. Okay, no, your talk, your talk. Sorry. Shut up, Sorry. boy. Yeah. Whoa, whoa, no. All right. I was, I was concerned. I mean, it had that feel. I think Oscar walking out there just showed a little over her face. Even the way she wrestled the match, she knew she was dropping the title. I knew she was dropping the title. So I was upset. I was sad. Uh, I was talking to my wife about it, too, during the match, saying this is a shame. Damn shame. Uh, but it seems like they're putting, in hindsight, it's a terrible thing. And I'm so sad to see our Empress of Tomorrow, Asuka, lose the championship and have such a shitty title run. Remember the days where she beat the man, Becky Lynch, at the Royal Rumble in an epic performance. And then to be squandered on SmackDown against Charlotte Flair again. And I'm going to tell you, I know it doesn't matter. And j Bomb was talking about this earlier. He says, it doesn't matter because wrestling is fake. It's fake. But if you took the matches that these women have had on TV, and I'm going to include dark matches because these women have wrestled up and down all over the fucking place. If you're going to put wins and losses, Oscar versus Charlotte, I swear to God, it's like 50 Oscar, 3 Charlotte. But yes, of course, we know it's on TV. This is what matters. So yes, I was upset. I was sad. I was hurt. And I'm also meeting her at WrestleMania. So my lifelong dream of holding the women's championship, because, you know, I'm in touch with my feminine side, is gone into the poubelle. In French means garbage. Hot garbage? Hot garbageio. So not too happy about that. And now I have to live with it and deal with it. And now I'm going to pull you through the gutter a little bit. Uh, I got some questions. All right. First and foremost... 
What does this mean for WrestleMania? Um, does Charlotte Flair defend that title earlier in the night? Are both titles going to be defended in the main event? Are they going to unify the? Excuse me. Are they going to unify the titles? I mean, no. So many questions. No, no, here. no, no, no. I don't think they're unifying any titles. All you guys are getting wet on social media about unifying the titles. You see, we're getting wet on social media. Yeah, they are. Like they're like, it. they're gonna, they're gonna unify the awesome. No, they're not. The only reason they're doing that is so Charlotte's going to walk out having a championship. She still looks like a champion. And guys, I really think, and I think it's been spelled out by many people, they're looking for that amazing photograph of all those women holding the championship, the tag team championships and both WWE titles, the four horsewomen. It's going to happen, I feel, I believe. They're really investing and putting all their eggs into this basket. They cannot do more than one women's storyline properly. And Oscar's a casualty. And it broke my heart. I'm, I'm going to tell her how sorry I feel for her when I meet her at WrestleMania Access. How? In Japanese, I'm learning oh. some... I'm, trust me, I've already asked my wife about certain things to say. Oh, I know how to say it. I believe it's... Me so sorry? No, oh, what a racist mofo <laughs> over here. Shut your mouth. Uh, but, you know, at this point in time, I've seen her being dragged through the mud in terms of her title reign. Uh, it hasn't been fantastic, but it also didn't surprise me. The fact that she may very well be left off the card, that is really upsetting because we're going to WrestleMania and I would really have loved to have seen her in a match. Um, you know, let's see what happens. Let's see where the cards fall, where she gets booked. Uh, but I guess this is a bigger picture story and uh, it's all about Charlotte. It's all about Becky. I really feel like they should have done Charlotte versus Oscar too. At WrestleMania. They or, did it on SmackDown, bro. Yeah, it sucked. Oh, wait, hold on. They did it on SmackDown. The upper hand here in this sequence. Hits the figure. Four. Great job by Charlotte. Oh, look at the position of Oscar's foot. Oh, my God. Oh, Bridge. The figure eight is in. Figure eight. Is Oscar going to tap out? Oh, my God. Here is your winner by submission. You that, done, bro? You that, done, bro? Yeah. You that, done? That, that, that was Charlotte versus Asuka, too. I will... <laughs> I will... Minus two. I will say that, though, the the the, the figure eight looked good. Corey Gray's like, look at Asuka's leg. Like, yeah. Yeah, it, Charlotte made it look... Uh, sorry, uh, Asuka made it look It good. looked good. The match wasn't so great. I wasn't too happy. I that, loved it. I don't know what it means. I didn't think it was that great. I thought it was rushed. I felt like they both... It was kind of like, we're passing the championship off. Go out there and do that. And... They weren't able to tell the story they were supposed to tell. You know, pass me the salt, man. Uh, yeah, it's in my pocket, and you're not getting that shit. I got a whole tub of it if you want, man. I'll shove your freaking head in it. <laughs> bastard. But uh, but yes, I was upset because it just felt rushed. It felt sloppy. Uh, Kurt Angle came out during the celebration, which is just rush, 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 rush to the next segment. So, production. Production. Yep, production. Whatever. Even the way Charlotte looked, it didn't look like she... I don't know. I don't think she was happy with that win. Now she's an eight-time champion. Everybody backstage felt bad for Asuka. Asuka tweeted, over. Uh, we don't know what that means, if she's going to be heading out the door. Or, you know, maybe she is happy. Jay made a pretty good point earlier. Uh, I don't know if you want to go over it in terms yeah, of her no, treatment. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, everybody's flipping out. The world's flipping out. That that Asuka has been mistreated. She's been booked poorly. And, and I'll agree with it. Her title reign and her booking... Excuse me. I have a cold. My kids are sick. Her booking leading into WrestleMania was atrocious. That's why I love this move. Um, I look at it like you can feed a human being crumbs and they will continual, they will continually survive off of those crumbs. If you stop feeding them those crumbs, they will either die or they will fight to eat more. And I'm looking at Asuka like this. She was being fed crumbs. Wow, that was really good. <laughs> the best thing this guy that said on the fly. That was pretty That was on the fly. I'm telling you, this is how he's kind of semi yeah. got me to think in a different direction okay. here. And, and to have Asuka um, kind of be stiffed like this uh, should, should push her. It's make or break for her. If you're going to give her a shitty ass WrestleMania build, if you're going to shit on the SmackDown women's title this poorly... You might as well drop it 
make it part of the bigger storyline that nobody can deny, have it part of that match, and then rebuild the Empress. I mean, we've seen Asuka um, as a heel in other promotions. She has a clown face. She's very cool. Now, I don't know if WWE is going to go in that direction. Okay, I don't know if WWE is going to make the right move from here. I can't answer that. But I don't see the difference between removing her from WrestleMania or keeping her on WrestleMania to fight somebody like Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, Naomi, or Carmella. And that's not to knock on any of those four girls. I think they're all great superstars. But them equally have been, been given crumbs. They have no real momentum going into it. It would be a filler match. It would probably be not really digested correctly by the fans. Wow, I'm like I'm like killing this. <laughs> so I look at it like you're better off to just remove it and move forward. Again, I started by saying their inability to run one more than one women's segment, and I think they're putting all their That's eggs in it. this basket. They're highlighting that the women are main eventing WrestleMania. They want them all holding championships and being like, "We love women. Look at this platform. Women championships, awesome." So I get it. Um, I could have been like, look, man, do something more creative. Have Asuka defend her... If you would have had her defend her championship at WrestleMania in a women's battle royale, throw every woman in there who doesn't have a match, and then still have her win it in the end, I think that could have been okay. It could have been believable. You want you want an okay storyline for Asuka? Or do you want a fucking awesome storyline for Asuka? Bull Nakano! Yeah. Owen Hart, bro. Oh. <laughs> you mentioned it, Asuka. Simply tweeting out over... The rest of the women's division tweeting out their frustrations with the booking of Asuka. Uh, we're being worked. That's for sure. That's what gives me the, f- the confident feeling that WWE might be making a move with her. It makes me feel good, though. It actually kind of is like I'm like, you know, sitting on the, on the couch with my ice cream. Like, me- me- phys- uh, I guess. Uh, meta- Living the dream. Eating me- the ice metaphorical cream. Metaphorical ice cream. Like, <laughs> Dude, I, I eat ice cream on the couch every night. But, you know, we have uh, Becky Lynch going out there and saying, you don't deserve it. Oscar deserved better. And immediately I'm like, oh, thank you. Because, like, you know, you put it out there. Everybody knows it. McMahon will read it. Triple H will read it. People are going to know. And I agree with it. So thank you, Becky Lynch, for speaking how I feel in my heart. Work or no work, I do believe Asuka deserves better. Guys, don't forget she beat Becky, the man, at Royal Rumble cleanly in a great, a great match. Maybe one of my favorite matches on that card. Well, that's what leads me into my closing statements on the topic. And I've heard a lot of people be pissed off saying that, Oscar's been mistreated or misused on the main roster or even in her entire WWE career. And to that, I call bullshit. Oscar had the longest undefeated run in WWE history. She was the longest reigning NXT champion. When she moved to the main roster, she became the winner of the first Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, to be overshadowed by uh, Ronda immediately. All I hear is tears. She went on to yes, face Charlotte Flair, who everybody's saying this year is the chosen one. It's the chosen one of the WWE. The Roman Reigns of the women's division. Well, hey, if you're Roman Reigns of the women's division and you faced Asuka last year at WrestleMania and you're Asuka, that's pretty fucking good booking. Even if you lost, that's fine. And I will quote Asuka from her WrestleMania diary last year. Immediately following, and this is breaking kayfabe, she said, and I quote, Despite being undefeated going into WrestleMania, Charlotte was still able to defeat me. I'd like to congratulate her from the bottom of my heart. I'm glad she's the first woman to defeat me. After tonight's loss, I found out the hard way that I'm already becoming a stronger competitor than I was before. If you were going to take that and put it in the context of what happened on SmackDown Live, well, Jesus, she's grown tenfold compared to last year's WrestleMania. And I understand that they kind of did her bad this week. But apart from that, you can't sit there and say that Asuka's been mistreated in the WWE. You can't. You cannot. It's unjustifiable. Look. (laughs) Made some good points. I like your argument. We talked about this a little bit before the show. Uh, yeah, um, the only thing I will say is, yes, she wasn't mistreated in NXT. I think her first year on the main roster, pretty good. 
up until WrestleMania. Charlotte, no shame in losing against Charlotte Flair. Afterwards, not so good. Her booking's been terrible from that date until now. The championship she won at TLC was exciting. I felt a rebirth for her. They dropped the ball on her, and then they continued to do so thereafter. Royal Rumble, they finally built her back up again. Remember Carmella? That was just embarrassing. I want to erase that from my mind. Then Royal Rumble, they build her up again. Huge win over the man. Then they do her a disservice by not even really mentioning it, not having her on TV for a month, not having programs for her when like, look, man, I understand you want to focus on Charlotte. You want to focus on Becky. You want to focus on Ronda. It doesn't mean you can't do things with the other championship. This is a pay-per-view WrestleMania to highlight the women. Why not do it in a larger scale? Have another championship match, something larger, a battle royale. Have her beat everybody in that battle royale. Or just not on the card at all and not defend the championship. Oh, okay. I I was going to agree with you with not on the card at all. I feel like they need to protect two people. One, Asuka. Two, the SmackDown women's title. And me from the Bookers. (laughs) But really, I mean, I get what you're saying. This wasn't... If there was a misstep in the booking... No, I can't even say that. This was great booking. You cut some good points. I understand it. There's nobody who has, I guess, the NXT career that Asuka had. She was undefeated. She was the champion. She was the real deal. Triple H saw something in her and see something in her that may not translate into the main roster. We see that with many individuals, and I just think that was the case for Asuka. Her English isn't great. Her promo skills aren't great. doesn't mean they can't use her properly. just means they haven't been. Uh, what this means for her moving forward, I don't know. Maybe, just maybe she is better off going to another promotion. Maybe going back down to NXT. They talked about sending people back down to NXT. I think that could be fantastic for her. you know. Or, you know, maybe AEW would have interest in her. How about just a little bit of time off of TV and a change of personality, a rebuild of the Empress... I mean, it does. Okay, I'll, I'll mark. I'll draw the line in the sand. If they fuck up now, they booked her poorly. If they could rebuild the Empress, then this has been perfect. Well, they're not going to. So let's see what happens. I just feel like it's going to be like, a, oh, shades of awesome. No, no, she lost against uh, you know James Ellsworth or some shit. You know. <laughs> Ooh. But yeah, I have to give Jane Baum credit, as salty as I am and upset as I am. Wow, he, credit? He, he raises some good points. I like to sit back and kind of see what they did. I'm not happy with it. I don't think they needed to do it. I think whoever created that image on social media of all of them holding up the championship is ultimately to blame. I will hunt you down and I will, I, I, well, I'm not going to tell you because then I'll have the one up on you. But <laughs> not very happy. Um, but we know whatever. It's for the women, the four horse women. Maybe they're building onto something bigger. Uh, poor Asuka. I do agree that if it was a fatal four or five way match with Sonya and Mandy, it would have been a flop. Uh, nobody would have been invested. It would have been a snoozer. Um, so, you know, is what it is. I would have just had them keep her off the card, if anything. And I'm a little bit upset, like I said earlier. I'm going to go meet her, and she's not the champion anymore. So it takes a little bit of that ooh-ah out of it. But, you know, whatever. Did you just Roman Reigns? ooh ah. Yeah, I think we'll still have a good time at Access, though. So. All right, it's our 100th episode. I want to make one request. Can I make it? Sure. Can we change the subject? Yes. All right, Des, you want to change the subject? I understand. Okay, guys, listen, we're at our 100th episode. We probably mentioned it one too many times tonight, but I just want to take this opportunity to really honestly, from the bottom of our Talkamania hearts, thank the listeners that have stuck with us. I mean, we started it off, um, like Des mentioned earlier, it was just an idea. Here we are two years later, a week away from WrestleMania, celebrating our two-year anniversary I'm across the room from my best friend in the world. Aww. Aww. That's the first time he's ever said that, and I don't believe it, but sure. Awesome. And and we're sharing the 100th episode with our listeners. Um, we're, we're about to embark on the road to WrestleMania. We have a lot of stuff coming in the next year. We have an episode coming out. What? Ah, man, it's special. I got to say, man, like you're putting it all together. I'm getting all weepy here. Yeah. And uh, it couldn't be better the way it's lined up. We had our interview with Brian Pillman Jr., our 100th episode, right before our road to WrestleMania. We set a promise when we first started. What was it? 
if we said if we had what 1000 followers we would go to wrestlemania and not only did we hit that we surpassed that we are now over 7000 talkamaniacs following us worldwide worldwide and it's not bots because we we clean that shit we get all that those bums out of there we have a strong following and it's all because of you guys thank you very much and uh dude man here's to another year here's to another seven thousand followers and uh man i love i love i love me i love me you love me i love me (laughs) okay um listeners this is what we got coming up all right we got we got wrestlemania weekend next week um we're leaving on friday uh, follow us on Instagram bright and early at Talkmania. Uh, we're going to be sharing our story via Instagram story on our Facebook as well. Uh, we're going to be posting some videos to Twitter. Uh, and at the same time, we're going to be capturing our entire experience. And then when we get home, we're going to be putting together into one giant video that we're going to share with everybody um, about our entire wrestling experience. We're doing NXT uh, what else are we doing? WrestleCon. WrestleCon. Fan Access. Fan Access. I'll just give him all the information because he's not too bright. WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah. And Monday Night Raw in Brooklyn. Yeah, so it's going to be a really good time. Uh, Mike's meeting Asuka. Des- I am yeah. meeting Asuka. I will be a shoulder for her to cry on. She will be a shoulder for me to cry on. Uh, I think it's going to be a moment. We're going to be dropping our interview with Flying Brian Pillman Jr. this week. So keep your eyes out for it and keep your ears open because it's a hell of a listen. And next week, which is our final episode before WrestleMania weekend, we're going to be going over everything NXT, everything WrestleMania, every feud, every match. We're going to be laying out our predictions. It's going to be super fucking long. Get used to it. WrestleMania is going to be long. We're going to make it even longer for you. And uh, are we going to take a week off after WrestleMania? I don't know. This guy's been trying to get a week off I out want of a me week for off, a while. Man. Maybe I'll do something on my own, or maybe we will take a week off, or Let's maybe just we won't. Let's the video that week. You know what? That's not a bad idea. Maybe we'll do that. Who knows? We'll see. We'll have a WrestleMania hangover. We'll reserve the right to see how we feel. Wait, hold on. We can't take a week off, because we got to prepare for going to Raw in Montreal the following uh, Monday after WrestleMania weekend. So there you go, guys. Talking Mania is always up to something new. Once we get back, we're driving all the way from New York back to Montreal on Tuesday. That'll be part of our trip as well, too. You'll see our hangover. We're going to hate each other. We're going to hate. I don't yeah. already like this guy, so I can imagine. We have one bathroom between four of us. For five, for four nights. And just sitting in this room recording this podcast, the smells I've smelt, I can hardly imagine. Let's wrap this up. You want to wrap this up? Hells yeah. Let's wrap this up. 100 episodes, guys. Thanks for being a part of this. Thanks for being a Talkamaniac. Make sure to follow us at underscore Talkamania and on Instagram, Talkamania. Listen to us, Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcastic kicks. Check us out on The Chair Shot, Full Press Coverage, The Daily Smart, Blog Talk Radio, and Bodyslam.net. Check out our partners, Full Press Wrestling, at FPC underscore wrestling. Check out our merch store at www.prowrestlingtees.com slash Talkamania. You guys are paying for our gas this year, so thanks yeah. everybody who... Uh, but a Takamania shirt. We're going to have some of those. We'll be decking them out during WrestleMania weekend. Thank all of you guys. And make sure, check us out on Twitch. Come play Apex Legends with us. Because now we're active. We're playing. And I'm getting better, man. So maybe, just maybe, you can come play with J-Bomb and I. Twitch slash Takamaniacs. Come be a Takamaniac. Dez is retarded. It's twitch.tv slash Takamaniacs. But, dude, seriously, if you want to be in the vlog, because our vlog is like the number one rated vlog on youtube even though it doesn't exist you can come check out the vlog be on the vlog be featured one of our episodes just come up to us wrestlemania weekend say what's up des what's up j-bomb i'm a talkamaniac i'm a talkamaniac and hey maybe we'll give you some free merch but until then it's been a great hundred episodes for j-bomb i'm out des say bye great 100 episodes here's to 100 more guys have a happy Rusev Day! Well, good night, everybody. It sure has been great bringing you 100 episodes. We want to thank our guests, the pro-war people. 
and the anti-war people? What the hell are they doing now? I, I don't know. For the war, against the war, who cares? 100 episodes! I hate this town. <laughs>